Hello, and welcome to the fourth installment of Random Business. This is your co-host, Spencer. And this is your second co-host, Anon. And this is your third, Marcus. And today, we have a special guest. Hello, I'm Nicholas. I'm a friend of Marcus's. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about things everybody should know how to do for themselves. All right. And what's, uh, in your in your opinion, what's one of the things that people should learn how to do for themselves? Well, everybody should know how to change a tire and do some basic things on a car everybody knows that when you get pulled over on the side of the road because you're you know something's wrong with your tire you should know what to do because this is a problem that happens to everybody you don't want to be the person no matter who you are on the side of the road that has to call you know your mom your dad your boyfriend your girlfriend like triple a help Triple A, yeah. I mean, you can call Triple A. Triple, triple A, a would faster. actually be the, the triple A is going to be the first call thing to call. <laughs> so you're saying I can't just bump along the road with just three tires functioning? <laughs> but in case you don't like Triple A, here's another solution: you double can A batteries. To... Are another yeah, solution. but a lot of people also, you know, can't afford Triple A. Yeah, especially That's in fair. college and in early adulthood, it's not a luxury we all get to and have. And even after you call Triple A, when you go to Tire Kingdom or Tires Plus or Tires RS or Tires. Um, hmm to get work done on your car it can be several hundred dollars if you know what part to get and some basic tool skills you can do it for yourself at home really easily as long as you know the basics of jacking up a car and you know not running yourself over with the car it's pretty good and it's not that hard to learn it's not very complicated changing a tire is four bolts it's so or if you have a better car yeah yeah that was what to say it's, it's very far. important to learn how to change your blinker fluid as well I just <laughs> have to throw that out yeah there. the headlight fluid has to be changed yeah monthly. constantly on a daily basis <laughs> you know actually i think spencer brings up a good point it's when you don't know basic things about basic basic things about basic things <laughs> you you can be um you know the salesman will see that and the salesman auto will be like he has no idea what he's doing. And then they'll be like, hey, your uh, your catalytic converter needs replacement. And you're like, oh, boy, that sounds important. When really your catalytic converter just makes it so that um, you outgas less um, poisonous gases into the air, which is a good thing. Granted, you need that. But if you're operating on a budget, that might that might not be the first thing you have to replace on your car. That might be something you need to wait on. I think it also prevents you from getting ripped off. I recently saw a video on YouTube that was talking about a certain oil company, oil change company, that every time you would come in, regardless of whether or not you had an issue, it would recommend um, a certain fix on your car that would cost between two to $400 extra on top of your oil change. There was actually nothing wrong with your car. And so just having that basic knowledge of the feel of your car is definitely something that can prevent those types of scams from making you a victim. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, if you have... And uh, it, it definitely happens where they'll recommend things that you don't need done. But uh, sometimes... Well, sometimes you do need things done. I, I usually have cars that have lots of things wrong with them. And they'll recommend things that probably need to get done. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> I don't need to do that. That's not directly affecting my safety for the next, you know, yeah, couple I, hundred miles. So I think I'll be good. I'll wait on that. And, you know, if you're trying to save some money, it helps. Yeah, and, and knowing also, like, how to shop for parts, you know, junkyards, finding things for discounted prices. You know, it's all kind of things that you can learn on your own, and it's not difficult to do. You just kind of have to put in the work. You don't always need new parts. Yeah. Yep. And I think, I think that's a good wrap-up of the first thing. I think another thing we should all know is our way around a kitchen. I know my way around a kitchen. <laughs> 
You should Please <laughs> don't ever say it like that. No. Why, dude? I just got some buns in the oven. That's all. Wait, oh, you wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Why are your buns in the oven? Bro, I just like them toasty. That's all. It gets cold sometimes. Okay. But yeah, I, you know, jokes aside, I think knowing how to cook is something that everyone should know, regardless of your gender or age. You should know how to. You should know your way around some. So, so two points of view on this: if you're if you're a guy and you think to yourself, "Oh, I'll just find a woman who can cook," you're dumb because it's not always going to happen, and you're going to be a bachelor most of your life because you expect women to do things for you, and also you're going to starve to death because you don't know how to cook. Ooh, wow, and then that if was you're kind a, deep. Mm, and then if you're a woman and you think to yourself, "Well, I'll find a man who can cook." Same difference. <laughs> Everybody needs to eat. And, and think about it, though. It's it's just sharing the duties of providing food for your family. You know, even if you're on your own, knowing how to cook can turn an average meal into something that's tasty and and healthy. So just know your way around so, some basic food things. Know how to shop. It's also cheaper, and generally, you don't want to go to McDonald's every single day. So Plus, it's a great survival skill. If you find yourself out in the wilderness and there's nothing but wild berries <laughs> and you want to fry them up. Dude, you could, you could, there's so many different things you can do. Just saying, it is a legitimate survival skill, yeah. though. Yeah, it's That's a legitimate true. survival skill, but, but just... I don't think I would want to fry a berry. <laughs> I was just using an example, okay? Maybe you could catch like, yourself a fish, but like most a, of us today are hopeless or, fishermen. Or so a fish or maybe frogs. You can eat frogs. Frog legs are good. Everybody, frog legs. I just like frog chicken. legs. They're good. Everybody should know how to fish, too. Just remember, eat the head first I don't. So, that they, so they don't squirm on the way down. Which is why just kills them. Okay. That's an actual survival. But, you know, yeah. when you start learning how to cook, you know, use the internet, use your mom, use your friends. Good <laughs> <laughs> As... choice of words, Marcus. <laughs> use, use everybody. Their, use their knowledge. You know, ask them questions. I think your, you know, your mom, your grandmother would love to teach you how to cook, even your sisters. You know, just ask them, ask them to show you something. If they're baking, throw, you know, offer to help. Just. Some basic knowledge and there's nothing it. wrong with starting out with those little like kit packet things, like the things that already have powder and stuff with the pre-made stuff. Yeah. If yeah. that's where you're at as a level, that's where you should start. And then you can progress to learn what the powder contains and how to make it yourself. <laughs> and just saying being able to cook one type of food does not qualify you as a chef. Just because you can cook hot dogs deliciously doesn't mean you know how to cook. Or maybe you can just cook quesadillas, tacos, and burritos. You know, not that I'm speaking from personal experience, but also all those things have cheese in them. And it's 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 not the uh, the greatest, greatest, you know, lifestyle to continue living. So I just recommend rounding out your palate you know maybe having yeah. hot dogs one day and then quesadillas the next you know whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever you feel and i think kind of going off of that is know how to have manners at the table know what they are if you haven't been taught it's easy to learn just you know you don't know how to set up a table to, at a five-star restaurant but you should know how to set up a table properly know how to speak at a table so when you get invited to your fiance's parents house you're not a total dimwit when you go there, and don't just limit it down <laughs> to table manners. Manners in general. If you're yeah. if you're if you're a, a guy, open the the door for a lady or even another guy. It's it doesn't matter. Hold the door open. Yeah, and and people be receptive of that. You know, if you're receiving kindness from somebody, opening a door, picking up something, don't think they're helping you because they think you're not capable of doing it. They're just being nice. That's something I find very frustrating when, you know, you hold the door open for someone and they won't walk through because they think I'm mansplaining. Uh, I, I hate that. So it's just be courteous and respectful to someone else's kindness. Another uh, subject on the opening the door etiquette is no one to judge 
holding a door open for someone and when to let it shut. Because if I'm halfway across a parking lot and you hold the door open, <laughs> I am not running. I am going to take my sweet time and you will stand there until I come through. I feel no pressure whatsoever. So if I'm a ways out, just let it shut. It's fine. I'll uh, open I'm it when I get keep, there. I'm going to keep the door open. I'm going to stare at you, stare at you while you do it. <laughs> wow, that's going to be awkward. I know. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, and another thing for... Uh, it, this goes also the other direction. If if you're trying to if 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 your girlfriend is trying to pay for something for you, don't try to deny her just because you're a guy and a guy should be paying for everything. I'll keep talking some, about existing scenarios that ain't happening for me. <laughs> so some some sometimes that ma- that makes them it's they want to do something special for you, mm-hmm. and for you to deny them that ability. It, it's unfair to them. Don't ask them to offer, but don't stop them from offering, if that makes sense. Exactly. So, yes, as a guy, you should offer to pay for dinner. But if they want to pay for dinner, don't force them to not. Yeah. Because it ends up becoming an uncomfortable and an aggravating situation for them. Yes. I think most things, you can think of it like that. Have a double standard for yourself. Expect yourself to be polite to everyone. Open the door for everybody, but don't expect it. Of, but don't expect others to do it to you. You know, don't expect everyone to hold the door open for you. Not but everybody will. But if they do, let them and be appreciative. Yeah. And if they don't, open the door for them. Yeah. So it, I I definitely agree with that. You know, I think I think allowing a, you know a girl to pay for something if that's her choice, it's absolutely her choice to do so. You know, don't prevent it, but don't expect it. I think that's a good way to put it. Right. And I think kind of tagging off that, this is going to sound so basic, but I'm, I'm going to be honest, no one does it. Just take care of yourself. Like, you, you know, don't smell like a pig when you go out in public. Don't look like a horse. Take care like of yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, you know, there's some pretty looking horses out there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you I know wouldn't what I go mean? down on it's horses It's a phrase of speech. But just, What's that? It's a phrase of speech, you see. It's a phrase of speech. <laughs> but just, you know, take a shower every day. Take care of your clothes. Iron your dress clothes. You know, simple things like that. Don't let the rest of the water wash your feet. Wash your feet with new soap. Just just <laughs> actually scrub your feet. Don't. That doesn't count. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Yes. Scrub-a-dub-dub. Yeah. In all the of you. You know, and don't, do not, please don't be that person that has 10,000 gallons of cologne on them. Wear the appropriate amount on the appropriate places, smell decent, and don't smell like a A garbage can. Yeah, Yeah, you know what I mean? But also don't smell like that overwhelming fragrance everybody else is choking on and hacking. Yeah, I've done that a few times. You've done that a few times. You're like an actual walking gas attack. Yeah, don't smell like a gas uh, chamber. Yeah, gas chamber. No, 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 no. Um, uh, but yeah, not just, what I was going with, but going for, but that works. Yeah, you know, have your nails trimmed. You know, <laughs> I see some of them are checking, but yeah. just be courteous of other people. You know, just take care of yourself. Yep, and another important part I would say of taking care of yourself would be knowing how to succeed in life, or AKA taxes, which. Is for- for whatever reason, very few of us seem to actually know how to do, and it's a very, very important life skill to know how to do. Yeah, definitely. I mean, especially, you know, as college students moving forward into our careers and all of those things, 
It's a necessity. It's not an option to learn how to do. You don't even have to do the math. They do the math for you. Don't be scared. <laughs> There's no math. Yeah, no. TurboTax is a great website. Uh, definitely not a uh, paid paid sponsor. Um, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, just it's taxes are very important. To learn how to do. I uh, I mentioned this earlier with the guys, but there I, I had this one friend who uh, he didn't get his W two. So he didn't file his taxes, and that's that's not something I recommend doing. Like long term, you know, considering it's a part time job and all, it's probably not going to be a huge deal. But uh, taxes are definitely something important to learn how to do, especially like I mean, my um, I know so many people who just they're like in their mid twenties now and they still have trouble with their taxes. So it's it's really not that hard to do your taxes. It takes it's ten take, minutes. It takes, literally takes about ten minutes to do it. Once you have your W two, it's snapping two pictures. It's not very hard. Well, uh, unless you're like me and you got you had four W twos from different jobs that you've worked at because you're uh, let's let's go with entrepreneur is the word. Okay. <laughs> Do you have but, but here, ten minutes and zero math skills? If so, you can file your taxes. But just remember, they got Al Capone on tax evasion. <laughs> They'll get you on tax evasion too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's it's just important to learn how to do your taxes. I actually, I have a, a story on the opposite end of the spectrum about W twos. So. Um, For those who don't know, that's your actual tax form <coughs> that you're submitting to the IRS. Yeah, thank you, Marcus. It um, It's also got all sorts of sensitive information on it. You want to make sure you don't, you know, give copies out to everybody. So, um, I was... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. That was so, a great information that you have provided what for us. I would have never thought I of was that. working at a um, small mom-and-pop place, um, bar and grill type thing. And um, I didn't have my W-2. The management was a little bit behind on sending all of them out. So I'd been bugging the owner to get me my W-2. And um, so one night we'd been waiting for it. The accountant had been waiting for it. <clears throat> and I get a PDF. It's 64 pages long. With everybody's <laughs> W-2 in the entire establishment that had worked there for the entire year. I don't even know how illegal that is. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he sent it to me and not anybody else, cause like, oh yeah, you're right, you have it sent to you. Like you've got all this access now, yeah, dude. Like, you're um, rolling, you're banking. No. Like hit me up with. But there's there's people's social security numbers on there. What were they? You're just out of curiosity. They're all, they're, uh, they're all four. Um, <laughs> they were all four. Four. One was seven. Um, <laughs> but what? like that's just. Not yes. a great situation. To it be doesn't in. really have to do with what we were talking about, but I thought yeah, I'd share that story, story with all funny. of you. Uh, so, moral of the story: I, I, when you get your W two, make sure it's not sent out to everybody. Yes, and if you get other people's W twos, just file those too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's... Report it, and then it's off of you. If you report it to the, if you report it to management, it's no longer on you. Do it in writing. And if you're in management, please fix your problem. <laughs> Uh, you won't make that mistake twice. Yeah, I think you won't make that mistake ever again. I think you know, growing up, another thing that you definitely need to do is an old-fashioned writing a check. You would be surprised. <laughs> Even your checks. You would be surprised how many people cannot write a check in which all of the blanks are labeled. It takes five minutes to learn. I'm, 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 I'm surprised that you're surprised that you think people are surprised that they don't know how to write a oh. check. Or how to address a letter. Definitely letters. Letters are important to learn. If you guys have trouble, look it up on Google. (laughs) It's there. It's it's labeled on the check. Yeah, the the check is labeled on the check. Like, 
The you just make sure you. On the check. The, You're it's, absolutely right, my friend. It, well, that is true. It, yeah, but it's on the top on the it check. says this is a check. Yeah, just you, flip it over. Make sure you endorse the back, right? If it's a check. That means and sign it. that's that's if you're that's if you're depositing a check someone gave you, and then if you're giving a check to someone, in the box this this follow along closely. All right, this might be difficult to understand. In the box where it says amount, right? We need a diagram. Yeah, we might need we might need like a full on pro and con and diagram, and just all pie one. charts and graph charts. In uh, figure one, the amount square, you're gonna write the amount in numbers. And then where the line says, you're going to write the amount in letters. And make sure you cross out all the, the extra space in the check. Yeah, and then uh, make sure you obviously make sure you know who it's towards and date it. <laughs> oh, okay. One thing, though, I do want to say because some people haven't realized this yet. Uh, so let's say, what's today's date? Anybody know what today's Today date is? Today is the 11th of May. So you can go five eleven two zero. That's what most people do, and this is something because I, I didn't even think about this. But because we're in the two thousands, if you go five eleven twenty, someone can change the date nineteen eighteen seventeen sixteen. They can make it a four digit date, so they can falsify your documents for whatever needs they do. So make sure when you're going and you're writing that, you write five eleven twenty twenty. Okay, because someone could try to falsify your documents that way. That's just a public service announcement from yours truly. Uh, you guys are welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, and I think another thing is view and understand a contract. They are very complicated. You know, Sometimes they're not. You just need to read the contract. No, yeah. but, you know, like mortgages, there's so many lines that you need to understand what the actual vocabulary is, understand what it's actually saying. It, they can get very complicated. I mean, a mortgage... You know how many papers you have to sign to get a mortgage? It's unbelievable. It, it gives you carpal tunnel. You can, be pre- you can be pretty safe, though, if you follow this one cardinal rule. Don't sign anything unless you understand what it means. If you're like, oh, okay, it's legal speak. I'll never understand it. Let me sign it here. And if you do I have to sign anywhere else? Yeah, no, don't do that. That's, if you that's also, dumb. If you don't fully understand it, have a lawyer there with you. It will save you a ton of money instead of getting screwed because they are paid to understand those things. And so. fun fact, ignorance is not actually a defense. Let's say two people are going into a contract. They've written a contract together. You have the, you have both parties that are going in, and if neither of you really know what you're signing or if one doesn't know what you're signing, it doesn't matter. Ignorance is not a defense. You just signed it anyway, so there's no getting out of that. You signed the contract. That's on you for not understanding it. Yeah. I do have a funny story, though. So we all know banks are notorious for amazing, uh, amazing contracts with your credit card deals, right? Just amazing contracts. Uh, so there's this one man, and the bank tries to email him a contract, and he copies the contract and writes in his own terms, basically allowing zero interest for the entire time he's there. Yeah, and <laughs> unlimited and unlimited credit. And then he mailed it back to the bank. And the bank was like, oh, it just looks like the same one. So they, they signed they it off. They signed it without <laughs> looking. They signed it off. So he doesn't have to pay any interest. He's got a limited credit. So this man's just rolling, right? And then the bank tries to sue him. But the problem is they signed the contract. <laughs> so they, he actually ended up winning the suit. He only had to pay whatever the outstanding balance was, nothing else. And then he turned around and sued them. <laughs> and guess who's winning this one? Yeah. The man who had the contract. So he scammed the scammers. That's less legendary, dude. Yeah, so just remember... He's Russian. He's made it better. <laughs> it, is, it is legally binding. When you write your name on a paper that signed a contract, you are legally binded by that contract. Bound. 
Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so just make sure you know what you're signing. And in Florida as well, oral agreements are also a binding form of contract. So if you make an agreement orally, depending on the terms and conditions, um, you could potentially be held liable for that as well. Yeah, so know the law, I guess. Yeah. Um, At least part of it. What pertains to you. Yeah. So anyway, on to our next topic. What do we got here? I think this is something that I think college teaches you. How to use the internet to search for and research a very specific topic. How to not, you know, a Google search is easy. But actually finding, you, you know, like finance, for example. There's so much noise when you when you search something in finance. So using Google for a very specific reason to do very specific research is a skill that's, I would say, my mom is incredibly good at it. I'm not. Oh, wait. Never mind. Always do everything in private mode. And that's all I can say. <laughs> um, I wonder why I you need to. I would like to point out that I have never looked up anything in private mode. I, that just means you're bold about what it is. Just you got your private search history. That. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I feel like your favorite button is the delete internet history button. I okay. actually never touched that button. Okay. <laughs> well, you're in deep uh, sure. trouble. What's that? What? Huh? To be fair, there is an actual tip lurking in between what these guys were talking about here. So... If you go, uh, cookies that are stored on your internet history um, can see what sites you've visited. And if you're looking for tickets for something, like an event, or especially like airlines, if you're looking for a flight, go on uh, um, incognito mode and look up flights that way because the sites won't be able to see that you've already been on the site. Sometimes they'll jack up prices if they know you're looking back to keep checking prices for flights. Which that's that's what I legitimately use it for. And or right. use Travago. And hotel. <laughs> I'm not sure about Travago. Welcome to the hotel Travago. That was a great rendition. That that was painful. That was painful. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, actually, twice. not really. Um, it wasn't painful for him. <laughs> <laughs> for the listeners' ears, uh, we yeah. apologize. I would say in advance, but it's too late. Yeah, if any of you guys actually first. get this far, like you guys are amazing and clearly have superhuman abilities. <laughs> yeah, so what, just keep you're going. a legend. You're an absolute legend. Yeah, this is too long already. <laughs> but I think kind of if we go over a little recap on some of the things we talked about. Well, what was the last thing we talked about? Because I just be forgot helpless. what we Learn were just talking do- about. <laughs> How do you use the internet to research All for right. a very specific reason? Wow, yeah. we went far away from that topic for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you got other things like Google Scholar and all that. So just yeah. make sure you're familiar with those websites. And clearly, clearly use Google. If you use Bing or if you use Yahoo, there Your is garbage. something wrong with you, very wrong with you. And, and I would and, get it looked And, and don't use YouTube. Wikipedia for information. Apparently, it's Okay, not people a say don't source. use Wikipedia for information, which is true. It's not a credible source, but... If, you, if you're writing, if you're writing a paper, but like there's an actual pretty dude. I went hard on there one time and process. I rewrote half of a Wikipedia because it was wrong. <laughs> you can, literally anybody can go in there and, and delete whatever's there and retype it. And sometimes yeah. teachers like to purposely do that. So I believe one of my teachers ended up changing it that Barack Obama was the first man on the moon. So, <laughs> so uh, if anybody messes that up, I'm sorry, but they deserve a failing grade. <laughs> So oh you know, you, use it for resource knowledge, but definitely don't don't cite it or use it as a rock hard information. I remember this one guy. He uh, every time that he got 
and a little too tipsy, he would go on the Missouri Wikipedia page and make Missouri slightly bigger every time. So this thing was almost the entire size of the United <laughs> States. I heard that. And someone reported him for it. So it got set back to a uh, normal. And then uh, this other person, they were, um, shoot, what were they doing? I forgot. Anyway, point is, cool Wikipedia, story, <laughs> I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, so Wikipedia can be changed. Uh, oh, I remember what it was. So they changed, it was a certain actor, I forget what it was. Um, and they changed every time they mentioned the actor to like a question mark. So like, it was like, and this is something like, uh, John Durango. So like it, it make it changed every single like, uh, mention of this actor question. to like a question. So it's like, every time he says something, it's so oh, John Durango, does he exist? He maybe played in this movie and he might also have played. So it changed the entire, entire page to, a question on whether or not this person actually did anything. Uh, so with that, I think we're going to go ahead and start wrapping up here. So would you like to give us that quick wrap, Marcus? Uh, yeah, so things everyone should know how to do for themselves. How to change a tire and do basic maintenance on a car. Cook. Learn how to do your taxes. No basic manners. Take care of yourself. Write a check. Learn how to address a letter view and understand a contract and how to use the internet for a specific purpose when doing research man marcus you're really good at wrapping up conclusions on essays aren't you yeah that just seemed like you just read something word for word almost like it was scripted that's crazy (laughs) that's crazy all right yeah well you know anyways (laughs) thank you for listening in on random business 3156 if you ever have any suggestions or want to contact us you can always contact us at randombusiness3156 at gmail.com and I would like to uh, give us a special, give this man a special shout out, uh, Nicholas for joining us today and uh, being part of our podcast. Yahoo. And And that was his glorious contribution there. And don't forget to uh, follow us on Instagram at randombusiness999 because we had to change the number. (laughs) No, it's random random underscore business 999. We look forward to seeing you there, and we'll catch you in the next one. All right, peace out, everybody. Stay safe. Bye.